Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to a journey of empowerment and amplified voices. This is the Creative Visionaries Podcast, your guide to unlocking the full potential of podcasting and beyond. Our vision is bold to empower and amplify voices through creative marketing solutions, expert podcast coaching, and a vibrant, inclusive community. We're your partners in this exciting adventure. Our journey is all about connection, expertise, and realizing your untapped potential. Let us be your guide on this journey as we create an environment that nurtures growth, fosters relationships, and empowers individuals like you to excel in podcasting. Are you ready to take your podcast journey to the next level? Together, let's shape the future of podcasting. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. Are you a podcaster wanting to take your show to the next level? Do you want a dedicated marketing team so you can focus on creating great episodes? Look no further than the done for you podcast marketing service from remarker.fm. Stop trying to market your own podcast alone and let remarkers marketing experts handle it for you. Remarker will transcribe your episodes, write detailed show notes, curate shareable quotes and clips, promote your episode across social media and run paid ads all tailored specifically to your show and your audience. You'll get a full podcast marketing team for a fraction of the cost of hiring in-house. Leave the marketing to Remarker so you can focus entirely on podcasting. With Remarker's premium done-for-you service, you'll get unparalleled podcast promotion to help you gain listeners, engagement, and reviews. Go to Remarker.fm to learn more and get 10% off with a promo code creative visionary. Invest in your podcast growth. Let Remarker take you to the next level. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today, I am super excited to introduce you to our guest, Dustin Bogle. Dustin is a multi-location gym owner, a best-selling author of Reinforce Your Gym, host of the Lunch with a Punch podcast, and mentor to other gym owners uh, to help them grow their fitness empire. Dustin, welcome on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And it sounds like I'm among my people. So let's do this. Let's talk business, baby. Yeah. So tell us, how did you get to this point in your life and, and this great success that you're that you're uh, you're finding here in this business? Yeah, thank you for asking. Uh, it, it always hasn't been that way. I definitely know <laughs> that we've all heard that, you know, 10 year uh, overnight sensation. Um, so I've been a person I'm a certified trainer for 20 years and a gym owner for 13. So everything I'm going to share with you guys, hear that first. Like this was yes. not overnight thing, right? We, we tend to skip that. And so uh, essentially what it is, is that I was uh, overweight and low confidence and just didn't feel so good in my body in high school. Most people want to go back to their high school weight. I'm the opposite, Tori. I, I do not want to go back to that weight. Um, I'm happy if I never do. And so uh, I was just kind of hiding from the world. I had a hoodie on. I didn't talk to ladies. I, I never went to prom. I never played sports. I missed out on all the things that there's your highlight reel 
all because about how I felt about myself. And so one day a friend tapped me on the shoulder and said, I'm going to go to the gym. Do you want to come with me? And something about it not being like about my body or him making me feel weird. It was just kind of made me feel like it was going to be a hangout. We're going to go hang out in the gym. Yeah. And that that kind of like was like a low barrier that allowed me to, you know, say yes. And so we went, we worked out. It felt really good. I got the blood pumping. I feel the endorphins. And I said, hey, man, I'm loving this. I'm going to stick to this. Let's do this. And so I, I stuck to it for six months and completely transformed my body. I lost 60 pounds of body fat. I had visible abs. I, you know, basically got really lean and muscular. And at that moment, I don't know why I decided like I didn't want to worry about my, you know, body more and just continue to like try to like get more and more fit. I then said, I want to give this gift to other people because this is the best gift I've given myself. I was standing taller. I was talking a little bit more louder and prouder. Um, I had more confidence. I had more energy. I was sleeping like a baby. And I said, this is like the magic pill. This is the, the fountain of youth that everybody's looking for. And we want it in a pill but it, you got to put some hard work in and it's the gym. Yeah. And so yeah. essentially at that moment, I got certified as a trainer. Fast forward from there, I went on to open my first gym. And I think we did a good enough job of creating a customer experience that we then went on to open six gyms over six years. So that's, that's you know, the, 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 the fast version. Um, and so many learning lessons, many failures, big failures. Um, and I'm sure we can dive into that as we continue. But yeah, that's, that's the the backstory for you. Yeah, no, I love that story because it's it's a true inspiration, right? It it was out of your own experience that you transformed your life, and now you're taking that experience to help transform others' lives. Um, you know, not only in the fitness uh, realm, but also the business owners of the gyms and that sort of thing. So, I I applaud you. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, it wasn't easy, and you know, again. Uh, one of the things that we spoke about at the beginning was like, Hey, what are you, what's going well right now? And, and although I did build a seven figure fitness empire within three months, um, I also got humbled because there's many things that I didn't know I need to scale. And maybe some of the listeners can resonate and that's leadership and culture. Um, yeah. I was really good about building systems around tasks. This is how you open the gym. This is how you close the gym. This is how you run the session. And so I, was a poor leader at that stage because I basically hired people to do tasks. I didn't enroll them in a vision or a mission. I didn't have a leader opportunity where someone can move up in upward mobility in the company. I just said, how you come in is pretty much you've hit the glass ceiling. There's no more movement from here. And so uh, actually what happened later on, Tori, is I had to close two gyms and sell a third. And the reason is that I didn't scale culture and leadership. I did scale just like tasks. And so that was a major learning lesson for me. Absolutely. Yeah. And so talk about how you transitioned because you were a gym owner and you had multiple locations. And then now it sounds like your business is also gym owner, but you do coaching, right? So talk about how you transitioned to the coaching aspect and, and helping other gym owners to grow their business. 100%. Uh, Like many of the people probably listening, we go to events and conferences, we join masterminds and events. And so I'm just now getting surrounded by other people like me, because what mistake I made early on is that I was trying to figure it out on my own. Mm -hmm. And that's why I got to six gyms in six years, but I also went backwards three gyms in in a couple of years. And so, um, you know, I did figure out some things, but I didn't figure out everything. 
And so after that very humbling situation, I said, okay, I got to hire a mentor. I need someone that has been where I've been or further and they can lead me and they can show me. And so essentially what happened was I kept hearing over and over these events and in the masterminds, people saying, man, I'm really struggling with sales. I'm really struggling lead follow-up. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's the easiest part to me. The harder part is retaining people or, you know, <laughs> you know, retaining your team. Like, and so I started to see everybody has natural skill sets. Well, yeah. someone could be a great leader and they could be awful at sales and someone could be great at sales and be an awful leader. And so I started to see like, oh man, you know, like this is almost like commerce of skills. You, you don't have to, you know, buy and, uh, you know, sell products. You could say, I'll teach you to be better at sales, you know, and, I'll, and you know, I got to charge you for my time or I'll teach you to get better at marketing. And yeah. so there's a commerce of skills that exists. And so I started to mentor all these people around how to make their sales system more dialed in. And one of the things that I was always really good at was doing a big opening launch. I would, I would open no problem with 200 members because I knew how to market. I knew how to sell. And a lot of owners struggle with that. But as I'm getting more and more, you know, opened up Tori to just like all business sectors, I'm finding this is not just a fitness thing. This is an every business. <laughs> People do not like sales. And it's like this weird subject because you're asking for money and it, you kind of get sweaty palms and you're clammy and you're nervous and you don't want to goof it up. And so what I quickly realized is that there's people who really just like to do the the service side or the, the product development, or they like what they like the technician side of things, but they don't like going out and having to ask for money or try to push it out to the world and promote it. Yeah. And so that's what I do now with gym owners is like, we go in and we do all their lead follow-up for them. Cause I used to try to mentor them but I kept seeing they kept hitting a wall and they were not getting anywhere. And I was like, okay, this is going to be the long, slow game. How about I just go into your business for you? You give me access to your CRM. We call all of your leads. We do your follow-up. And then you have new members showing up to your doorstep every day. And they're like, that sounds good. And so that's where I created a B2B service called Gym Reinforcements. And so we do all the follow-up for them. All the systems that I designed at my gyms, we now do for other gyms around the country. That's amazing. And you have like this, this framework that you've built essentially, that is like the processes and the systems that you put into place. Can you touch a little bit on, on what you do maybe differently than other uh, gym owners or other business owners so that we can kind of, you know, peel back the yeah. curtain? <laughs> Absolutely. So this is a system I, I teach and it's actually in my book, Reinforce Your Gym, but I, I tell people, don't judge literally a book by its cover because this can apply to any business sector, this system that I'll teach. And, and again, if you want to hear it again, it's in the book, but it's called the fortune follow-up system. And so there's three layers to it. And most of us are going to, you know, new, use all three and they will, it will amplify your business massively. So the first is your brand new leads, people who are coming in off your ads. You know, if you're running Facebook ads, they're going organically to your website they're walking in. If you have a brick and mortar, what do we do with these people? How should we follow up? So I found the beginning is when you got to be the most aggressive with your follow-up. Mm -hmm. So the system we use is called the five by two. And basically the first five days, you do two reach outs a day. And most business owners are not even doing one a day. So then they hear this and they're like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to be nagging them. I'm going to be pissing them off. You know, people are going to say, leave me the hell alone. And I'm like, hey, if you are really convicted in what you're selling and you have a great problem you're solving 
why would you not want to fight like hell to get that person's business and to get honestly at the end of the day their attention because yeah. that's what we're really trying to break through our phones have rings dings zings and bings going all day long and we we're, we're just distracted and so i was like the person who does the most follow-up wins the business so in that first five days you alternate uh, like communication styles. so you might text and then call and then email and then dm on facebook and so by doing this and changing the medium it works in your favor because different people respond to different types Absolutely. of communication some people are more emailers some people are more phone callers and so I, every business we've deployed this in, immediately a skyrocket in conversions. They didn't add more leads. They just converted more leads because they made their follow-up more aggressive on the front end. So that's the five by two. Every business can do it. Twice a day, reach out for the first five days from when they opt in. Um, the second, yeah, is called the, process, the the database um, you know, system. And so basically... Uh, we are going to go after your existing database of leads. So what we do here, this the name of this system is called the 10% Daily Blast. And so what you do is in your database, you just carve out 10% of those people and you send them a check-in message. Because we, we as salespeople or just business owners can get really distracted by all the new leads coming in and give them all of our attention. And right. then you're forgetting about what about this person that opted in in 2018 and 2020 and like yeah. they still they still might need your help and they're not getting any reach out. So you could do it in the form of an email blast. You could do it through a group a blast text. You can do, you know, dialing for dollars and just hit a bunch <laughs> of phone numbers. But like more combos equals more cash. And so you find the businesses that are doing more and more outbound. Grant Cardone says this like, hey, I'm going to 10x my social media content and watch 10x the sales come in. And if you watch, he's posting every hour, every 30 minutes, and he's just going volume. I, I think for a lot of people that can sound exhausting, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna always go back to this. How convicted are you in selling your product or service? If you really think it can change someone's life, how yeah. could you go to sleep not trying to get it into every single person's hand, right? It is your duty to sell it and to sell it hard because it's going to change somebody's life, right? I hope you believe in your product that much yes. that you're that convicted to push it out to right. the world, right? Otherwise, you need to work on your product. But that's the second leg of it is the 10% daily blast. And the third is something I call the infinite lead system. Mm -hmm. And so essentially the way that this works is when you do make a sale, whatever your product or service is, at the time of the sale, ask that person for a referral. And for a lot of business owners, that might feel like the wrong time. You're like, but they have even opened the product or they have even begin to receive service. But I'm telling you, they're on cloud nine that they just bought. This reverses um, buyer's remorse. And number one, someone feels better about stepping into a service when they have a familiar face doing it with them. So right. for us at the gyms, like if the wife signs up the husband, she's immediately going to be happier and more comfortable. Or she does it with her sister, you know, whatever it looks like. Um, and so we, we ask for that. How does this create infinite leads? Cause then you call that person and you ask them for a referral after you sell them. And then they give you a phone number and you get another referral and you can keep doing this. But again, what I find is most businesses are not making this a, a required part of their sales presentation. They're saying, Hey, ask for referrals when you can. And then guess what? No, one's going to do it. It has to be a mandated part of our sales script. And there's quality checks and you're saying, did you ask for the referral? 
Um, yeah. And I'm telling you, we see anywhere from 30 to 50% of people giving a referral at the time of the sale, if the sales rep asks for it, if they don't, 0% of people give a referral. Right. So we don't want that, right? Um, so that is the fortune follow-up system. And I'm telling you guys, you deploy this, it will do night and day change for your business. Five by two for leads, 10% a day for your prospects. And then the infinite lead uh, ask for that referral at the time of sale. I love that formula. That's like you said, it can apply to other businesses too and other industries. And so I think it's really dynamic to to have that that framework that you've built out. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, any product or service, you can use it and it works. I'm telling you. <laughs> so one of the questions I have is in the fitness industry, how do you overcome the objectives of um, in your marketing and your sales with people who are interested in coming to the gym, right? They sign up and then they don't show up, right? Because, you know, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes motivation. So how do you help get people to, I, I don't know, maybe show them the value or show them the uh, results so that you can continue to have them as a ongoing client in the gym um, membership? This is where I wrap my arms around everybody in business who sells something that people need, not what they want, because that's what I'm in the business of. And, you know, insurance or dental or any of these things, you know, you need to do, but you drag your feet and you procrastinate and you fight tooth and nail. Um, we, if we're in the, in the need business, I want to say to you, like, you, you are my brothers and sisters. This is the hardest business to be in. If you sell something people need. Um, if I go back in time, I would tell myself and others sell something people want. They want cupcakes. <laughs> they want vacations. They want concert tickets. They want beer. Go sell that. And guess what? Business is way easier. But when you're selling something they need, you're right. It is an uphill battle. And you're honestly getting someone to completely change their behavior and their mindset and their daily habits and routines. That is an uphill battle fight. And so what I mentioned when I'm talking about behavior change to anybody is people only change when they have to and they want to, right? And so the have to talk in fitness is you they go to the doctor and he says, one more cheeseburger, you're going to have a heart attack. One more cigarette and you're going to have lung cancer. You need to do something about this. You have to change. That person goes home, they're 10 out of 10 in pain and they start calling gyms and they say, I don't care how much it costs. Like I want more life on this earth. And yeah. that's the have to. And there's times that, you know, again, other businesses the spouse says, I want a divorce. You know, the, the kid says, you know, like, I don't want to listen to you, mom and dad. I hate you. Um, the alcohol bottle is just a small arm reach away. And yeah. so that's when you finally suck it up and you say, I have to change because I'm losing my family. I'm losing my health. I'm losing my mind. And that's the only time, you know, behavior change number one happens. The second is I want to. And so this is when you are des desiring something like I want my butt to look good for Cancun. I want my, <laughs> I want this stomach to go away. I want to look good for my vacation. Um, I, I just want to reach my ultimate potential in fitness, whatever people want. Those are the only two ways people change. So when we're selling fitness, unless it's been that have to talk they've had with the doctor or themselves, we have to switch it to getting them from needing it to wanting it. Mm -hmm. And so what you got to do is you got to dig into people's pain and switch it from selling them a workout and a membership and amenities to what is it that they're actually here to achieve. And so there's actually a, a sales process. I'll walk 
your audience through Tori that again, this can apply to anybody, but we definitely use this in my facilities and it works really good. And um, I, I think we, last year we tracked, we were at 77% closing on, on something that's hard to sell fitness. Yeah. So if you guys sell something people want, like you, you'll, you'll crush it. Um, but yeah, that's the first thing is behavior change. Nobody changes until they have to, or they want to, how do we get them there? Okay. Um, so I call this the charm sales process. So that's an acronym C H A R M. And it's because I want to teach people how to sell without being feeling like slimy salespeople. So we're going to turn on the charm. (laughs) So the first one is C and we've been doing it a lot. And that is crack a smile. Happy people sell more than unhappy people. McDonald's sells the happy meal. People want to be happy. Amazon has a smile on their box. People are gravitating always towards happiness and joy. And if I'm unhappy, if I'm in a funk, if I have mental health, if I the depression, and then you are selling me something, you're smiling, immediately I'm going to say to myself, you got something figured out that I don't got. I'm going to buy whatever you're selling. I want what you're doing. I want more of you and I want less of how I'm feeling right now. So show up with happiness and joy and that, you know, people can tell when you're smiling on the phone or when you're reading a script and you're bland, right? Absolutely. Definitely got to make it that way if we're on Zoom or in person. So the first thing is to disarm the person, crack a smile. That's the C. H is how can I help? And that's really just like digging into the problem. What, what brought you in? Why are you reaching out to me? All right, simple enough. H. A is now ask about the pain. So this is how we get them to go to I want this. And so what do you want? How long have you wanted it? What else have you tried that has failed you? And so you got to dig into that pain to really drum up that want with a capital W. If it's want with a small W, you might not get the sale. So you got to make this person say, I really want this. Oh my God, I'm in so much pain. Then we go to R uh, in charm and that is reveal your solution. So now you're going to show them what you have for sale. And again, this is where the test is of how much you've put into your product. When they're telling you all this pain, you, you should be almost like, I can't wait to show them my product because everything they're saying, my product or service solves that. But if there's a mismatch, for example, I mainly work with middle-aged ladies who want to lose fat. So if I had a 75-year-old lady walk in and she said, Dustin, I'm in so much pain. I need more balance. I, I needed to get off my medications. I need to have independence and get out of a chair without any help. Um, I need bone density. I would be freaking out because I'm like, everything I have is not right for this woman. Like she needs somebody else that I'm not the right person for her. But if I had another lady who was, let's say 38, she's sitting in front of me. She's like, Dustin, I got to do something. 40s around the corner. I need to change my diet. I need to get around some more positive people. Everyone around me just shoves me pizza and beer. And I need to get around some other healthy people. I need some encouragement and motivation when I don't feel like going to the gym. I need to get some more muscle tone. All my muscles fading away. The whole time she's saying this, I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell her about our transformation program. That's literally what we do. We help ladies with this exact problem. And so again, that's the test, guys. If you get to the reveal your solution part and you're not enthused, they're not a good fit as a customer, which is okay, or you need to do more development on your product and make it for that ideal customer, right? So that's the R. And then finally, M is just make the sale. And that sounds so simple, (laughs) but I will literally listen to calls that people send me. They're like, here's my sales staff. Give me feedback. Here's my sales calls. You know, I'm the owner. Give me feedback. And the person just simply doesn't ask for the sale at the end. They're like, here's what we got. Sounds like it's exactly what you need. 
let me know if you, you know, when you want to get started, let me know, you know, if this sounds good. Um, just give us a call when you're ready to begin. And they literally are like opening the door and showing them out verbally yeah. rather than saying, all right, I, I'm excited. Let's do this. So do you want to start Monday or do you want to get started tomorrow? What works better for you? And yeah. it's just that A, B close, two choices, but both of them lead to a sale being made. And you'll be surprised how many people just lose a sale because of the wrong vocabulary they're using at the end. So that's the charm sales process. Again, Tori can apply to any business model. I love how you break that down into the acronym and you're so dead on with the last piece of it, right? So many people have amazing conversations. They've done the discovery. They've, they've uh, solved the problem with their product. And then they're like, okay, well, just uh, call me when you're ready. And I think it's just, we don't know how to approach it or we don't know the right messaging or the right languaging. And so I love how you, you mentioned this AB approach, right? So it's, you know, two options, but they both lead to a sale. Yeah. Is there any other like specific languaging that you help people with on that closing or, you know, making the sale piece of it? Yeah. So the, the, I think all sales trainers or, or gurus out there will tell you, you definitely got to mix in throughout the conversation, test closes. And I don't think it should be voiced in the way of saying like, so what do you think? Do you think this sounds good so far? Like, that's kind of like, like not what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to allude to. What I'm trying to say is like, read their energy and their excitement because mm -hmm. sales is a transference of energy. So if I'm digging into their pain and I'm like, oh man, that's gotta be painful. Um, you know, like that, that, that sounds like it's tough. I want to see if they're like, yeah. And they're just like, not a lot of energy. There's not a lot of like on, you know, they're not giving me more details. I'm like, okay, Dustin, don't go to the next part and reveal your solution until yeah. you get their energy up. Like their energy and I, by energy, I don't mean that you got to be like all amped up. It could be terrible energy. It could be like, give me a tissue. I'm crying. I'm in so yeah. much pain. But there has to be a high emotional feeling in the room for you to get the sale. There's not a lot of sales when things are neutral. So what I mean by test closes is like, ask yourself, is this person giving off a lot of emotion right now? If not, do not go to the ask for the sale because I'm probably going to get a no. So I need to drum up more energy. So I need to think of more emotionally, you know, uh, extracting questions and say, how does, you know, the easiest one is to put feel into the question. How does that make you feel? How does it make your sp spouse feel? How long have you been feeling this way? And so I would say that that's another little ninja tactic I would throw in is that we don't buy off logic. We buy off of emotion, yeah. but we can forget that because we're so excited to tell everybody the price that we didn't say, is there a lot of emotion going on right now? If there isn't, I shouldn't move forward with the price and be yeah. your own self-regulator. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and let me ask you this, because as I, I'm thinking about this, the price is a, is a, a difference right in certain conversations and so yeah. how does this apply in a high ticket sort of offer versus like i'm assuming you know memberships are 20 30 you know 40 dollars a month right that's not necessarily a huge ticket offer but i'm assuming that this process can still work for a high ticket um offer Absolutely. so can you talk about that a little bit <laughs> Yeah. And, and you're right. When people have a traditional big box gym, they kind of let the amenities do the talking and they're like, Hey, here's the pool. Here's the cardio zone. It's $30. There's not, you, I don't, you might not even need to go through the charm sales process because it's such a low amount of money. 
where this would apply at least in fitness is yeah when you get to personal training uh, maybe boot camp and group trainings you know like those more boutique and fitness studio style programs um yeah they're starting at 200 and they're going to go all the way up to if you're personal training 800 a month easy and so that is definitely a little bit more of a, you know mid ticket I, you know but yeah high ticket yeah when you're getting into thousands a month essentially what it comes down to is the the process still works but the stakes have to be higher okay yeah. so like if there's three levels of pain always uh, when you're selling there's the highest nine and tens and that's the person that said you're one cheeseburger away from a heart attack and they're just calling gyms with fierceness trying to just get going and change things immediately whatever you guys sell you know the listeners there's that for you whatever you're selling somebody is 10 out of 10 they'll pay anything mm. to get out of pain asap and those are what we call laydowns you didn't have to be a good salesperson they're just they're like can you take my credit card i need what you need you know like and that's where you just yeah. need to be ready to accept business right you don't have to be skilled to do that the second is the complete opposite like they're so not in pain that it does, you could run a crazy half off sale and they still won't buy. They're just not interested. So in fitness, that might be somebody has two pounds to lose, five pounds to lose. Like that's like a bad, you know, night at a ta taco place at a with a margarita. <laughs> like I'm up five pounds. I'm a little bloated. I'm going to sleep it off. That doesn't bother me. And so I could say, no, but my fitness program's half off. They're just not in pain. They're like, okay, cool. It could be a dollar. I'm just not going to buy it. So you have the super charged up and the super not charged where sales comes in is the middle ground. And so there's that third layer of people who are in pain, but it needs to be agitated. They might be a five or six or seven. You need to agitate it up to a nine or 10. And so when it comes to it being a high ticket offer, the stakes have to be higher for you to you know, obviously command it. So it's like usually high ticket offers. It's like, I'm going to grow your business. What happens if you don't go forward with me and you continue to try to do it on your own? The stakes are high. Right. And maybe I didn't think about that. Maybe I called you, I'm a five or six out of, on the pain scale, but then you started to unlock these ideas in my mind. I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm bringing me up to an eight, nine or 10. I'm like, if I don't hire this business coach, he's right. I might lose another year, two years of trying to figure out this business thing on my own. And this is yeah. going to be awful or marketing. Hey, you told me the last year, your marketing leads have been really slow what, you know, what would happen if another year like that happens for you? Would that be really detrimental to your family and your income? And so it's like, you got to raise the stakes and make things more painful for me because I might just downplay things in my mind. I might like, oh, it's not bad. We'll figure it out again. You know, a really nonchalant phrase people figure, you know, I'll, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. All these are stall phrases, right? We'll we'll see what happens. Like they drive me crazy. Cause like, who do you know has been successful that followed that type of thinking, right? Like, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll figure it out. And they're like, and then 10 years later, what do you know? I was a billionaire. Like, no, there was a big thing they did that changed things. And usually it's, they took a risk. They invested in something that they didn't have the money for. They hired a mentor that knew more than them. And then that's where the game changed. It was, time is never a solution. Like a lot of people say, just, let's just give it some more time. Let me just think about it. Maybe things will change here in this next quarter. And then it never works, right? It, it, you have to do something drastic and different. And so when you're selling high ticket, just make that apparent and it'll work in your favor. Oh, I love that. Dustin, you have given us some great information, some great tools, tips, advice, um, not only for gym owners, fitness industry, entrepreneurs and business owners. So thank you so much for, for sharing your knowledge and your, your framework and your information. And uh, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more? Where can they find your book? 
Yes. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, Tori. I love, you know, just helping out other entrepreneurs and, um, you know, just seeing that they their businesses grow because I know it's the engine of our economy and it's also the thing that creates just generational wealth and health, you know? Um, so, so that's why I'm so excited to help entrepreneurs and thank you for letting me be a guest on the show. But yeah, to get like more connected with me, obviously go grab my book and again, read it with open eyes. Don't think this only applies to gyms. The, the three sections are about marketing, sales, and leadership. Any business can grow by improving those three things. And then uh, if you want to connect with me on social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram, just search my name, Dustin Bogle. That's me. DM me if you have any questions about your sales process, you want like an audit, you want some feedback on it. And then finally, I too have a podcast. It's called Lunch with a Punch. And so you can join me on that and, and listen in on to the guests that I have on there as well. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being the guest and uh, go check out those social profiles, get the book and make sure you're connected with Dustin. Thank you so much, Tori. Thank you everybody for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.